Return to Camp Blood, Episode 62. Community Spotlight with Ryan Brazier. This episode is brought to you by Curse Camp Studios. This is Curse. Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming to me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warren, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. Welcome to another episode of Return to Camp Blood. I'm your host, Eric, joined by my fellow counselor, Nathan. What's up, guys? And tonight we're doing a community spotlight with uh, Ryan Brazier from Curse Camp Studios. How are you doing tonight, Ryan? Uh, Doing well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. I've looked through your Facebook page, uh, Curse Camp Studios, and you offer a variety of masks. How, how long have you been mask making, or and do you branch out from Friday? Um, I've been doing hockey masks for about five years. Um, I uh, think it goes back to um, about 2010. I was visiting my mom. Uh, in Florida for Christmas, and while I was there, I, I came across a um, uh, one of the NECA versus masks, and mm-hmm. I was kind of blown away by it. Wow, this is really cool. Um, got a uh, a licensed, you know, Jason mask. It looked really good, and uh, so I right. snatched it up. And the more, you know, the longer I had it, I was like, it's okay, you know. And uh, wasn't really thrilled with the paint job on it. It was kind of felt like it was kind of slapped together. And um, I did a little more investigating online, and I came across uh, Pride Stuff and started getting, you know, purchasing some of their blanks and, you know, kind of wanted to try it out for myself and uh, never had any intention of actually selling them. I just kind of wanted something for myself. Right on. And um, so I, I painted up a few. I did a three and, you know, did a five. And, um I noticed guys online were selling them, so I thought I'd give it a shot. And just probably around December 2011, I sold my first one on eBay, and kind of kind of started picking up after that. Um, and as far as, as doing anything other than uh, Friday the 13th, I'd say uh, not really. I kind of stick stick with that. Is there anything else? <laughs> uh. No, I think that pretty well covered it. <laughs> yeah, definitely with Friday. Uh, that's the only one that's important to me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant by that. Yeah. So, uh, basically, attrition uh, is what got you into uh, making hockey masks because what you could buy uh, from the officially licensed stuff just wasn't cutting it. I mean, those NECA masks are really thick and they're uncomfortable to wear and they're brittle. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually seen them on the shelves at Toys R Us broken in the, in the package. Oh yeah. The, and they're so thick and cumbersome. So, uh, what made you want to seriously start, you know, putting paint to plastic and, uh, get, your company uh, going and be able to give quality masks to everyone else. I mean, 
how did you go from making it just for yourself to making making it for you know people that love the series? Um, I'd say after that initial case sale, that really started. Um, after that, you know, I got more blanks and you know, painted it up, threw them on eBay, and um, I think things really started taking off when um, uh, I discovered Facebook and community that is on, right on. You know, social media. Um, so I started getting, you know, seeing all these other guys work and like, wow, you know, these, um, you guys are doing, you know, just fantastic, uh, paint up jobs. So, um, I just really got into it from there and, um, kind of snowballed after that. Well, and if I remember correctly, just for our listeners out there, um, I'm trying you might have to correct me because I might be wrong, but I think your business name prior was it Brazier Thirteen or something similar to that before you went to Curse oh, Camp yeah. Studios. Yeah, it was uh, Brazier Seventy Six Studios, and I was. It was just something I didn't really put a whole lot of thought into. I just kind of was like, I'll just call it this. And um, after thinking about it for a while, I wound up doing a, um, a giveaway contest. To whoever came up with a name that I liked is uh, I have no imagination when it comes to stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I remember the giveaway. Um, that's why I was trying to remember what the name was prior, but you've been cursed camp studios for what, about two years now. Yeah. Around about that time. Yeah. About, about two years. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. But yeah, prior to that, uh, some of our listeners might, you know, recognize your work under the, the Brazier 76. I thought it was 13, but Brazier 76 studios as the prior yeah. name. So what I noticed that you seem to be, uh, I, I see a lot of pictures of the remake masks and the threes and the fours. Uh, what seems to be your most popular mask? Uh, probably, I would say the the three and the remake. Probably, I sell them, you know, the most out of them. Um, and they they are a couple of my favorites. That and uh, the part six, I really like it a lot too. So, yeah, you definitely post some great great pictures. Um, I don't know if photography is a, maybe a hobby of yours or something, but the pictures are always you know, stage really good. Sometimes you have the props in the background or, you know, the, the background scenes where you place the masks, you know, they're always very well done. But uh, I assume so, that those were, those were probably your, your top two sellers, the three and the four, or maybe the remake. So I was pretty yeah. much, I, I was, I was close. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say those are my top ones. And um, yeah, I kind of got into photography a little bit two years ago. So um, I spent a lot of time just kind of playing around with, um, you know, different scenery and um, you know, different positions in the mask and whatnot. But um, I wind up using probably one or two out of 40 or 50 shots. <laughs> sure, sure. So would those be your, your favorite mask to paint out of all the ones in the series also? Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, three has probably been one of you know, my favorite of all of them. Um, it's one I, I started out on, the first one I did. So um, and I've always always trying to, to improve it and develop it so it's, it's definitely a favorite yeah that seems to be a common answer with a lot of the the mask makers out there and and also uh looking at your your store here that is attached to your facebook page um i noticed that you are are selling some buttons too those are some pretty cool designs i'm i'm seeing here yeah i kind of got into that um probably about six months ago maybe um so on etsy because i do have an etsy store as well and um kind of saw that there were people uh, selling those. That's kind of cool. I, you know, might be kind of neat to have something uh, readily available. You know, they don't take a lot of time to make. 
you know, unlike a mask. Um, and I, I thought it would be kind of cool to have something I could just, you know, somebody order and then I could ship it out you know, almost immediately. Oh, sure. Definitely. Definitely. Now, have you, um, have you debated getting into any of the other Friday the 13th items? Have you ever considered maybe offering some props or, you know, just, uh, anything else at all outside of the mask or are you just strictly going to stick with the mask business? Um, for now, I'm probably going to do just the mask. I've considered doing, um, prop weapons, I've, you know, tinkered around a little bit. Um, but nothing, you know, nothing's really come out of it. So, uh, you know, maybe down the road sometime, you know, who knows? Yeah. With the cosplay hobby, the way that it is, you know, there's, there's definitely a, a lot of props and a lot of options out there. And it seems like a lot of people that do offer those, they just kind of pick and choose, you know, one or two when, when Jason obviously was an opportunist and used all different, all different types of weapons. Uh, oh, it'd be nice. Uh, it, it'd be nice to have some more options out there for, for the cosplayers. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't realize how, how huge, you know, that, that scene is, uh, it's, it's huge. Poses, yeah. Uh, you know, people are, and the, some of the stuff that people come up with is incredible. I've seen, you know, Iron Man suits and, you know, just incredible, incredible stuff. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I can't comment enough on the, level of quality uh of your masks a great job and thank you for doing justice to the series and something that you know a lot of us hold near and dear to our hearts thank you very much i appreciate that thank you for being on the show um so how can our listeners get a hold of you i know you mentioned etsy uh but how can they get a hold of you if they want to check you out uh Find me on Facebook under Curse Camp Studios. Um, I've got my my main store at www.cursecampstudios/store.com. Um, yeah, I've got an, I've got an Etsy store under Curse Camp Studios, and I also have an Instagram as well. Right on. And so I'm uh, guessing uh, you take PayPal payments and such as well. Uh, I do uh, PayPal a lot. Or I can take um, PayPal as well as uh, most major credit cards. Oh, well, right on. Uh, it was great talking to you, Ryan. Oh, glad to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Definitely. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your day. We appreciate you coming on the show, and we look forward to seeing some more of your work. Oh, not a problem. Thank you very much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever the hell you listen to the show. If you want to support the show financially, head over to campbloodpodcast.com slash donate. If you think you or someone you know should be featured on the show, you can hit us up at campbloodpodcast.com slash feedback or comment on the show notes at campbloodpodcast.com slash 62. A special thanks goes out to the Downriver Rat for our intro and outro music. You can check out his music at thedownriverrat.com. Until next time.